Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Mindong. I'm Matt Giglia. 67 days until March Madness begins. Yeah, um, we're getting there slowly, um, but the college basketball season has been great so far. Yeah, definitely. And uh, these past two days, a lot of very good games, believe it or not. Uh, a lot of these games actually came down to overtime. And I feel like we have, we've had a decent amount of overtime games, but not as much as we had in a two-day span uh, these past two days. And a lot of very good games. A couple pieces of breaking news that we will mention. And a very big slate once again for this weekend. Saturday, another very good day for college basketball. And sure, there's there's a NFL playoffs, but uh, college basketball slate on Saturday looks to be very good. So uh, without further ado, let's just kick things off with the breaking news. And uh, first piece is uh, Texas Tech's Namari Burnett. He will be leaving the program and intends on transferring. He's a former five-star recruit. And he will be leaving due to the fluctuating playing time for him this season so far. Uh, And so far this season, speaking on that, he's been averaging five and a half points a game, two rebounds and one assist per game in just 18 minutes per game. Uh, His former Final Four list, uh, before he made his recruitment to Texas Tech, it was Oregon, Alabama, Michigan, and then Texas Tech, which he eventually chose. But uh, Intel, not really saying much, but um, it could be one of these three schools that he did not pick uh, prior to his commitment to Texas Tech. So uh, what are your thoughts on where he might go? Yeah, um, sad to see him. He was actually a projected first round before the season even started. But obviously sometimes uh, as a freshman, you're going to get a lack of playing time or you're just not not used to the college game. Um, he's definitely going to be uh, going to some place, definitely high major place, where he's going to get a, a good opportunity to get a lot of playing time. Yeah, I definitely agree with you here. Former five-star recruit. I mean, he's going to get playing time somewhere, wherever that might be. But, uh, yeah, he's a very talented guy. And uh, it's just unfortunate that uh, a couple of guys on Texas Tech had to get their waivers this year, like Mack McClung, Jamarius Burton, Avian Marco Santos Silva. I mean, Santos Silva was probably destined to get his, considering he's probably a grad transfer. And uh, Burton and McClung, though, those are two very unfortunate ones. And Burnett probably didn't think that they were going to be playing this year. But things just changed. Uh, with eligibility rule this year. So now we move forward to another transfer we got. And uh, George Washington transfer, Maceo Jack. Yeah, he's committed to Buffalo. And uh, this is a pretty interesting commitment, but this is a pretty valid one. Uh, averaging seven points a game, two reruns a game, and seven games so far this season. And he's staying closer to his family because his mom is actually the uh, Buffalo's women's head coach, uh, basketball head coach out over there. So that's pretty cool stuff. Uh, Maceo Jack playing for Buffalo, his mom, the coach of Buffalo's women's team. And uh, he will most likely be a grad transfer. So I think that means he will be immediately eligible, but do not quote me on that. He might be eligible for the second semester of the season. But regardless, I think he does have one year of eligibility left. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Maceo Jack going out to Buffalo? Yeah, um, very good get for Buffalo. He's a lethal shooter. Fortunately, he's seen his playing time uh, decrease at George Washington every year. So, obviously, uh, respectful decision. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Javon Graves, another good get for his team. And uh, Buffalo seems to be doing pretty well so far in the MAC conference, and uh, they look to get things going kind of soon. And uh, they got a couple games coming up. I don't know if we have one mentioned in the upcoming slate. I think we we have one of their games. But if not, uh, definitely this team's a very good team so far in the MAC as they were last year. And uh, final piece of breaking news, uh, this one, a very big uh, transfer as well. Sneka Knight, he has committed to uh, LSU, and this is kind of a later one in consideration to the other two, but uh, he's a transfer from San Jose State, 
and uh, averaged 17 points a game and six rebounds a game. Uh, so, sorry, seven points per, 17 points per game and uh, six rebounds per game last year. And this year so far, he's averaging nine and a half points a game, seven and a half rebounds a game, and two assists in four games so far this season. Uh, I believe he dropped 30-something in the first game that they played this year. And I remember that because when I was looking at the averages uh, for points per game, he was all, all the way up there with like 34. And I'm like, whoa. And then I realized they only played one game. But still, uh, he will be going back home to Louisiana, and LSU is a destination for him. So what are your thoughts on this transfer here? Yeah, obviously. Um, he felt it, too. He wanted to go back home. He's back home now. Uh, he's probably going to be uh, a role player at LSU, but he's a great player nonetheless. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I uh, don't know what his eligibility status is looking like. Um, I'm pretty sure he's only a sophomore. Is that is that correct? Uh, he was supposed to be a junior this year, so yeah. So my guess is he's probably going to probably be eligible for the second semester of this season. I don't think he will be immediately eligible, but we'll see what happens, and we'll see if he can get playing for LSU as soon as possible. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all we got for the breaking news. Not too much there, but uh, the daily recap, should be a very different story. So you want to take away the top 25s? Of course. Uh, number one, Gonzaga. Sadly, they dismantled BYU in West Coast Conference play. Obviously, Corey Kispert, looked phenomenal. He led Gonzaga, who is now 11-0. Number two, Baylor. Very good win against Oklahoma. Uh, Matthew Mayer, very strong performance for Baylor. They're now 10-0 and solidified their number two spot. Number five, Iowa. They destroyed Maryland in Big Ten play. Started off pretty slow, but they got things going. The Garzilla obviously posted a 24.7 rebound, four assist stat line in that win. Tenth consecutive 20-point road performance, which is unbelievable. Number seven, Creighton. They destroyed Seton Hall in a biggie showdown. Uh, this was an exclamation point. Creighton won this game by 36 points. Obviously, we were both a little skeptical, especially uh, me. I felt it because... I clearly put them as my national t champions. Uh, your national champions, Wisconsin, who you're repping today, they win in double OT versus Indiana. Uh, Dimitri, Trice, and Tyler Wall, they hit big shots in the clutch uh, for the win. Number nine, Tennessee, they survive against Arkansas, down by seven in the first half. But John Ferguson, uh, he led the way in the comeback. Number 10, Michigan, very, very, very good win over 60 Minnesota. Hunter Dickinson, he looks like he's one of the best big men out there, not just freshmen, but actually big men. And I, we can now say Michigan is a legit team this year. Number 11, Houston, very good win over Wichita State. They were down in the first half, but uh, very good second half performance. They found the big man. His name is Justin Gorm. He's a rebounding monster, looking like one of the best rebounders in the nation. So Houston might have found a a new big man, number 12, Illinois. Amazing second half performance in the win over Northwestern. 53-13 to 13 in the second half for North Illinois. Uh, they found a rhythm back. Uh, next, next one is the most painful of all, number 21, Duke. They barely survived against BC in the second half performance. BC was up 16 at one point in the first half. And this is probably the most BC thing ever, I would say. Uh, just just pain for the both of us. And number 22, Virginia, they they finished a close one with Wake Forest. Virginia ended that game on a 28-10 run in the second half to give them that win. So what are your thoughts on these top 25s? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, BC, it's it's such a shame. And they were they had it. I, we thought they had it in the bag. 
and they lost the game by one point. And just very sad stuff. They they play so well against some of the best teams in college basketball, like Villanova and now Duke, and you could say maybe even NC State. But they just lose to some very bad teams, and it's just it's just crazy how BC's going off so far this season. And it's just very disappointing, if you ask me. But uh, another another good news, uh, Wisconsin, very good win for them. Tyler Wall, two big threes uh, in clutch, double OT. Uh, very good game for both teams, believe it or not. And uh, a lot of very good games these past two days. Uh, Michigan, legit, like we talked about. Uh, Illinois beating uh, Northwestern by 40 in the second half. Uh, Northwestern, uh, unfortunately, I think their streak and their hype might be over, but uh, you never know. They could still pull out a couple more wins in Big Ten play. And, uh, yeah, I mean, for the most part, all these games are very good. So with very good games, there's also some very bad games for the top 25 teams. And we got uh, two upsets of the day these past two days. First one coming on Tuesday. Uh, no, Wednesday, sorry. And uh, number 19, Virginia Tech, uh, they fall to Louisville as they missed the game-winning three. Uh, that three-pointer was a very close one. It was pretty deep, too, but it almost went in. And uh, that would have sent them winning this game. But this is a very good win for Louisville. Uh, they're a very good team. I think they're a top 25 team when they are healthy. And in this case, they were pretty much healthy. And they still got some guys not playing still. Uh, Charles Midland is not playing still. And Samuel Williams, uh, Williamson is not playing as well. So when those two guys come back, Louisville could be even better than they are right now. And uh, the other upset of the day was uh, number 17, Oregon. Uh, they lose to Colorado on the, on the road in Pac-12 play. Oregon is now 0-10 when playing at Colorado. That's a very impressive stat uh, for Colorado, beating Oregon uh, 10-0 at their home. And uh, McKinley Wright got it done for Colorado in this win. So what are your thoughts on these two upsets? Yeah, Louisville is looking like a top 25 uh, team. Virginia Tech is not, even though they had that win against Villanova. And Oregon, I think we jinxed it. We said that we, we thought we were gonna, they were going to win out the rest of a Pac-12 conference play. And they decided – to start off that with a loss. Yeah, I mean, that was a very good game regardless. Uh, Chris Duarte, he looked amazing for Oregon, but uh, just wasn't enough to get that win. And that's a very bad curse playing at Colorado. So hopefully they do not have to play them at Colorado again for this season. And maybe they should be okay for the rest of the Pac-12 play. But uh, regardless, we got some best performances to dish out there. Um, some pretty impressive stat lines here. We got two triple doubles to mention and then one very big game for uh, Jaron Holmes is the first guy from St. Bonnie's. 38 points and 10 rebounds in the win over St. Joe's. Sure, they're, they're without Ryan Daly, but still very good stat line here for uh, Holmes. And next two guys up are triple-double machines. Peter Kiss from Bryant's the first guy. We've been talking about him a lot, the transfer from Rutgers and Quinnipiac as well. Uh, 12 points, 13 rebounds, 10 assists, the triple-double for Bryant and the win over Central Connecticut. And Bryant now 8-2. and two. Uh, they look like to be the front runners of the NEC so far. Sure, Merrimack is back. Uh, they got their first win uh, yesterday. Um, but they're playing again today as well. But, uh, yeah, Brian seems to be the front runner so far uh, thus thus far uh, this season for the NEC. So good stuff for Brian. And uh, the other triple-double we have is Zaire Williams from Stanford, freshman. 12 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists in the win over Washington. This is Stanford's second triple-double in history. And you want to know who the first guy was to ever have a triple-double at Stanford? Who? Brooke Lopez. So that's definitely saying a lot for Stanford. The very good stuff for the freshman Zaire Williams. Uh, any thoughts on these best performances? Yeah, great performances. Obviously, when you get a triple-double, you're obviously going to be, be well-known. Definitely agree with you there. As we now move on to the best game 
a lot of very good games like we mentioned already uh, these past two days. Uh, do you have one in mind? Yeah, I got Pitt versus Syracuse. Uh, I have no idea how Syracuse let that go. They they were in the lead for 39 minutes and 59 seconds, and Pitt Pitt didn't even take the lead until the final buzzer. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was a very crazy stuff. And we both had Syracuse winning this game, and and keep in mind Pitt won this game without Champagne. So that just shows uh, Pitt's. Pitt's a pretty solid team. I mean, sure, the ACC is pretty loaded, but Pitt, this is a very good one for them. Syracuse looks to be pretty good. This is a bad loss for them. But uh, on the flip side, I'd, I do have two games I want to mention. First game, obviously, Wisconsin-Indiana. Double OT, it's going to be mentioned. A very good game, probably the best game of yesterday's slate. And then I got Louisville-Virginia Tech, which we already talked about. Another good ACC finish. And uh, a lot of these ACC games are being very close for the most part. Uh, we've seen a ton of teams. Uh, Miami especially, they've lost their last three games by less than two points in all three of those contests. And a lot of these ACC games are coming down to the wire. Uh, and even with Duke BC, a one-point game there. And I could go Clemson, Clemson, and uh, who they play? NC State, that game was very close as well. So uh, a lot of very close ACC games. But Louisville, Virginia Tech was another case of a close ACC game. Mm-hmm. Another great game uh, last night, the Bill Walton game, UCLA versus Arizona State, that game. I uh, went to OT. What about the fight from Arizona State? They didn't even have Remy Martin either. Yeah, they actually didn't have four guys playing. A couple of guys, uh, James Graham was another one, and Jalen Terry. Uh, COVID and injuries hurt, hurting this Arizona State team. But a uh, very good win for UCLA. And uh, Singleton with some pretty big threes off the bench for UCLA. Pretty good stuff. I watched that game. It was a very late game. I think I was up till 1 a.m. But uh, still, it was, it, was worth, it was worth the watch, especially with Bill Walton. Uh, the commentary is hilarious. They showed a clip of him eating some cupcakes, and uh, I think it was 200. I don't know how many it was, but it was something, something, a big number of his cardboard faces all in the stands, and that's just a pleasant sight to see. Yeah, and Bill, you can't eat the candle, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Bill. What you, I don't know what you were doing there, Bill, but uh, just love the commentary from you. Probably one of the best commentators to watch, especially in the Conference of Champions. Yeah, uh, but without further ado, let's just get started with the slate. Uh, it's a quiet slate today, but always every Saturday is a huge slate. We have another like 35 games to cover for uh, tomorrow. But let's just get started with today first. Sacred Heart and Merrimack, they play once again. Merrimack took it in OT yesterday. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I mean, especially with this game going in OT, I think uh, the, the outcome of this game will be a little bit different. So I am picking Sacred Heart. The 1-1 guy prevails again. Give me Sacred Heart with the 1-1 uh, tie. Yeah, I have the 1-1 uh, written down, but I'm going with the Merrimack 2-0 here. They're going to remain one of the 10 undefeated teams. Yeah, uh, undefeated teams are whittling down, and uh, Merrimack trying to remain one of them. And uh, that should be a very good game. But our next game up, I think this game is going to be a very good one. As South Alabama takes on Coastal. It feels like these two teams have already played before, but it's just a little bit of a flip. But uh, who do you have winning this game? Yeah, um, two great Sun Belt teams. I'm going with South Alabama here. Yeah, I'm picking South Alabama as well. I believe both of these teams played on Saturday as well. So we'll cover – I think we're covering both games. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I got South Alabama winning this game as well. Should be a very good contest for both teams. Mm-hmm. Lots of Sunbelt action today, actually. Georgia Southern, they take on Appalachian State. Who do you have in this Sunbelt matchup? Yeah, I mean, another very top-heavy Sunbelt game. I got Georgia Southern winning the first of the two. Uh, I think the second one could be different, but uh, I do have Georgia Southern. One in this first one right here. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. 
And next game up, we've got a good MAC game here as Ohio takes on Toledo. Uh, Toledo seems to be your team this year so far. Will you be rolling with them? Yeah, I will be rolling with them. Uh, their defense is one of the best in the MAC and in the country. Uh, and they've been in competitive in every game today, in every game this year, actually. So I'm going with Toledo. Yeah, uh, I, I picked against Toledo last time with Kent State. Uh, did not go too well. Uh, so I am going to pick Toledo. Uh, Ohio could definitely win this game. I think this game is going to be very close, but I do have Toledo uh, pulling off this very good win. Mm -hmm. The only high major matchup today, Purdue takes on 23 Michigan State, who's looking all right now. Uh, who do you have in this Big Ten matchup? Yeah, Michigan State's been rolling. So uh, with that being said, I am going to take them. The curse is finally gone. So give me Michigan State winning this game. Yeah, uh, now that you say that, maybe the curse will come back. <laughs> I, I hope not, but uh, you never know. Anything's anything's possible on this podcast. Yeah, uh, Michigan State for me as well. And another Sun Belt game we got here is Little Rock takes on Louisiana. Another very high quality Sun Belt game. Who do you have winning this one? Yeah, I got Little Rock winning this one. They're looking a little shaky to start off the year, but nonetheless, they're still the, the top team in their conference. Yeah, gotta agree with you there. I am taking Little Rock as well. Should be a very close game, though, in my opinion. But I do have Little Rock winning this one. Mm -hmm. In a terrific Conference USA matchup, both teams are 8-3 and three and 1-1 one and one Conference play. Louisiana Tech takes on your mid-major team, Western Kentucky. Who do you have? Will you be choosing Charles Bazzi in Western Kentucky? Of course. When have I ever chose against them? Maybe once. But uh, regardless, Western Kentucky should be a very good game, but uh, I think they can pull this one off. Yeah, uh, I believe so as well. And final game of tonight's slate, we got uh, an A-10 matchup as Dayton – uh, looks to get a win in the win column as they desperately need one. And uh, they're taking on Davidson, who looks pretty good so far uh, this season. Who do you have winning this one? I got Davidson win this one. Dayton's just in a, in a downfall, and I don't think they could stop it anytime soon. Yeah, I'm picking Davidson as well. And a funny stat that I saw one year ago today, Dayton was 13-2, and two, and they had Obi Toppin. And they're currently sitting at 5-3, and three, I believe. So things definitely changing in one year's time especially without Obi Toppin. And uh, it's just very disappointing to see for Dayton, but I am picking Davidson winning this game here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was today. that's it for today's slate. Tomorrow's slate, definitely loaded. Uh, even with football going on as well, I will probably be watching college basketball. Definitely agree. Yeah, so the first game, St. John's takes on number seven Creighton off that big win. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I mean – Creighton coming off that big win. They should have all the momentum in this game. St. John's coming off a loss to Xavier. I got Creighton easily winning this game here. Yeah, these two uh, teams faced off a couple weeks ago. Creighton won that game by 20. I think they'll win this game. Yeah, definitely agree with you there. And a very good Big Ten matchup here. Ohio State, who recently got unranked, takes on number 15 Rutgers, who seems to be on a little bit of a skid uh, as of late. But who did they have winning this one? Yeah, uh, Rutgers is in a two-game losing streak. I'm looking for them to bounce back today. I mean, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, Rutgers, they played Michigan State and Iowa, two very good teams. So uh, they should bounce back with a win against Ohio State. So I am picking Rutgers as well, uh, winning this game. Mm -hmm. Wake Forest takes on number 21, Duke, who's coming off that, that win from BC. Who will be taking this one? Yeah, I got Duke winning this game. Uh, Wake Forest, they played very well against Virginia. I was very surprised. So uh, this game could be a little bit closer than I anticipated. But regardless, I still am picking Duke, uh, pulling off this point. Same here. And next game up, a good A-10 matchup as uh, Richmond, they take on George Mason. Uh, both these teams looking all right to start their seasons off. Richmond definitely ahead of George Mason, in my opinion. 
But uh, who do you have winning this game? Yeah, uh, Richmond, obviously I've said they're a top two team. I think they are a top two team. I'm taking them. Yeah, I'm taking Richmond as well. They've looked very good so far this season. And uh, even with uh, even losing uh, one of their stars to start off the year, uh, they're looking very good. So give me Richmond winning this game as well. Mm-hmm. And back to ACC play, Miami takes on NC State. Who will you be taking in this one? Yeah, I got NC State winning this game. Uh, this game's going to be very close, as most Miami games are. Uh, Miami definitely going to hang uh, in this game. And the last game they played was against UNC. They're up by nine with, I believe, three minutes left, and they blew that lead. Uh, so this game's going to be very close, but I am picking NC State winning this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm picking NC State as well. I think they're fully healthy now, and they're definitely a fringe top 25 team when fully healthy. Definitely agree with you there. And uh, next game up, an SEC matchup here. We got uh, Alabama, who seems to be red hot so far. Uh, they take on Auburn, uh, who's looking okay to start their season off. But uh, who do you have winning this game? Yeah, um, that non-conference play, that tough schedule, that's looking like it's paying off for Alabama. They're rolling right now. I think they continue to. I think they will continue to roll. Yeah, I mean, I think if they can win this game, uh, I think they will see a number next to their name uh, coming into Monday. So I am picking Alabama winning this game as well. Should see them with a number come come Monday. Mm-hmm. And possibly the game of the day tomorrow, number four, Texas versus number 14, West Virginia, where you'll be hooking those horns. I mean, without Oscar Deshibwe, uh Texas's front court, I think it's better than West Virginia's. Sure, they had Derek Culver still, and uh, they got Nas over there at West Virginia, but still, Nas Sherman. But still, I am picking Texas winning this game. Hook'em horns. They've been on a roll, so got to keep rolling with them. This is good. This is going to be a good win. Should be a very good contest, but uh, hook'em horns. Texas is pulling off this win. 100% agree with you. Beautiful. I love, I love to hear that. But uh, next up, we got an American game here. As South Florida takes on East Carolina. Both these teams coming off losses in American play. But who do you have winning this one? I got uh, South, South Florida winning this one. Uh, despite the loss, they're still looking all right. Yeah, I got East Carolina winning this game. Uh, I think this game should be a very close one. Uh, both these teams, like I said, coming off losses. And uh, East Carolina, they've been looking pretty solid so far. Jaden Garner's look very good alongside supporting cast. And South Florida, if Alex, if Alexis Yentra plays, this game could be a little bit closer. But he's been dealing with injuries, so I don't know if he's playing. Probably should be, but regardless, I am picking East Carolina. Still winning this game here. Mm-hmm. And next, we got to show some mid-major love, obviously, on a big day. Uh, some SoCon play, Chattanooga, they take on your team, the Citadel. Who will who we be taking in this one? Yeah, I mean, Chattanooga, they played the other day, and they almost lost to Samford. So, uh the Citadel, I think they've been in quarantine, so I don't know if they played in a while. But uh, I'm very skeptical on this pick. I want to pick, I want to pick the Citadel, but I don't think, I don't feel very confident in this game. So I am going to stick with Chattanooga, but I think this game is going to be a very close game, and I can definitely see the Citadel taking this game away. And uh, they're looking very good to start their season off. Uh, definitely overachieving expectations, but I am going to pick still Chattanooga uh, winning this game here. Yeah, I agree with you. I will be taking Chattanooga. I think they've lost two of their last three or maybe their last two since David Jean Baptiste rejoined the team. But I think I think they're better than the Citadel at this current state. Yeah, and uh, next game up, uh, ACC Thriller as uh, BC. Uh, they look to try and pull off another upset as they take on number 22, Virginia. Uh, pretty much the same opponent, a top 25 team for BC once again. Do you have BC maybe pulling off an upset? Um, I feel like 
BC has a better chance of pulling off this upset than Duke just because Virginia's offense, it's, it's always iffy. You never know what Virginia's offense is going to give you. But nonetheless, pain, I got to go with Virginia. Yeah, I am too. Uh, definitely, I definitely agree with you. This game should be uh, a little bit closer. Um, they have a chance at winning this game rather than the Duke game. Uh, like you said, the Virginia's offense, definitely shaky at times. So I am picking Virginia, but I'm rooting for BC in my heart. But I just don't know if they'll be able to do that. Uh, come come tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And next, number nine, Tennessee. They take on Texas A&M. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I got Tennessee winning this game. Uh, Texas A&M got destroyed by South Carolina the other night, and that was a very good performance from A.J. Lawson and company. But uh, I do have Tennessee winning this game. Sure, the game was very close uh, in their last one, but I think they'll still win this game. So I got Tennessee winning this one. Yeah, go balls. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And uh, next up, we got another Big East game as uh, Seton Hall. They look to get some revenge after getting destroyed by Creighton. They take on DePaul, who's a little bit of a weaker opponent uh, in Big in Big East play. But who do you have winning this one? I got Seton Hall winning this one. I think it'll be a very close game. And Seton Hall, uh, Bryce Aiken got injured again, which is unfortunate. That's That hurts. That's like I don't even know how many injuries he has to go through in his college career. Yeah, very unfortunate. Uh, obviously, the Harvard transfer, uh, he erupted in the game against Creighton. Uh, sorry, Xavier. Uh, he had a very good game in that in that um, performance. But, uh, yeah, very unfortunate to see him get hurt once again. I hope he will recover, and hopefully we'll see him uh, before March. But uh, regardless, I do have Seton Hall still winning this game. Who's going to stop Mamel on DePaul? Not too sure. So give me Seton Hall winning this one. Mm-hmm. And some American play again. Uh, UCF, who's fallen but down back to earth against Tulsa, who's who's red hot as well. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I'm taking red hot Tulsa one in this game. Uh, they definitely overachieved my expectations so far. I thought this team would not be as good as they were last year, but they seem to be doing pretty well. So uh, I mean, Tulsa, uh, both these teams, they almost beat Houston. Well, one team did, one team almost did, but uh, I'm picking a team that did, and that is Tulsa. I will also be picking Tulsa. I've picked with them a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely see that trend going. And uh, next game up, we got an A-10 game. Should be a very good game, in my opinion, as Rhode Island takes on VCU. Uh, who do you have winning this one? I got VCU winning this one. Uh, Rhode Island just not met my expectations yet. And VCU, they've shattered them. They're just doing so well this year. Yeah, VCU is red hot. And they, they were up uh, on big against George Mason. Sure, the George Mason clawed their way back. I think it was only a six-point game. But regardless, I am picking VCU win this game. They seem to be doing very well. So I'm just going to keep picking with them until I see otherwise. Mm-hmm. And next, some more SOCOM play. Mercer, they take on UNC Greensboro, who look all right now. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, very unfortunate that Wofford, they, they blew their lead against UNC Greensboro. And I don't, know if, I don't know if I can pick against UNC Greensboro again after what I saw the other day. So I am picking UNC Greensboro win this game. But I think this game's going to be very close, as most games are uh, in the SoCon. So I am picking UNC Greensboro, but Mercer can definitely pull off this upset. Me too. And next game up, a Big 12 game as uh, number two Baylor looks to take on TCU, who looks pretty good to start their season off. Baylor obviously still undefeated as of this far, but uh, who do you have winning this one? Yeah, that's crazy. Baylor's played the bottom four teams in the Big 12. They have yet to play the top six team. I think, yeah, top six team. So, yeah, Baylor for now. Would you consider Oklahoma a top six team or no? I think Oklahoma State has leapfrogged them. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. So I definitely agree. Uh, bottom four teams played thus far for Baylor. I still am picking Baylor, but uh, when it comes time to play the big boys, this Baylor team might shatter. So uh, I am picking Baylor for now. When they play Texas and Kansas and Oklahoma State even, uh, it could be a very different story. No, maybe we're going to have to see what happens this season. Uh, next, South Alabama versus Coastal. Once again, they play tonight. They will play tomorrow night. Mr. 1-1 guy, will you be picking the 1-1 today? Yes, I will be picking the 1-1 as I have Coastal bouncing back uh, either tonight, either they win tonight or win tomorrow. It's going to be 1-1 regardless, so give me, give me the 1-1. Yeah, I'm taking the 1-1 as you. And next game up, we got a very good SEC matchup, in my opinion, as Georgia, they take on Arkansas. Uh, Georgia almost beat LSU in OT. That was a very good game. And Arkansas, they've had a couple of good stretches against Missouri and even Tennessee, but uh, both these both these teams look very good so far. Who do you have one in this one? Yeah, I got Arkansas on this one. Um, Georgia's currently over two in SEC play, and I just don't trust them in the, in the, in the conference play. Yeah, I'm actually going to pick. Georgia won this game. Um, from what I saw against LSU, they have the right pieces, and they just they, they had everything going for them, and they just blew the lead that they had. I think they were up by maybe ten with two minutes left, and maybe maybe a little bit more. But uh, LSU clawed their way back and forced OT, and then they won that OT. But uh, Georgia, they've had some spurts of them being very good, and sure, the uh, non-conference schedule is not it has not looked good for them, and that's probably why they're only two so far. But uh, they seem to be getting some rhythm. Uh, sure, they've had two losses in SEC play, but this could be their first. So I am picking Georgia winning this game here. Mm. And next, Tulane, they take on number 11, Houston. Uh, who do you have in this one? Yeah, I got Houston winning this game. Uh, very close. Wichita State, I picked them to beat Houston. Uh, it's a very close game. Wichita State was up at halftime, and things just didn't go their way. So I am picking Houston. Quentin Grimes has looked amazing uh, with the departure of Caleb Mills. And a couple other guys stepped up, like we talked about uh, earlier. So I am picking Houston winning this game here and should not be a plus one. Yeah, uh, I'm picking Houston here as well. But I think Tulane will give them a lot of trouble. Uh, Tulsa plays his own. Tulane plays his own. So uh, I'm guessing Houston will have a couple, a couple uh, bad runs. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And uh, next game up, another Big 12 game as number 18, Texas Tech. They take on Iowa State. Should be an all right game, but who do you have one in this one? Got Texas Tech. Yeah, I got Texas Tech as well. Uh, this game could be a very close game. Like I said, Iowa State held it pretty close with um, Texas and even Baylor a couple of days ago. But uh, I am picking Texas Tech still one in this game here. Mm -hmm. Back to Big East play. UConn, they take on Butler, the injury, uh, injured Butler team. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I got UConn one in this game. Um, they, they played amazing against Marquette in the second half. And uh, if they can keep doing that, and I think Bu Knight is back, I think. I mean, he was hurt. With, he was dealing with a shoulder injury against Marquette a couple of days ago. But UConn made a terrific comeback. So I am picking UConn. Butler barely escaped against Georgetown. Georgetown should have won that game, but things just didn't go their way as of late. So I am picking UConn winning that game. Should be a very good one, though, as most Big East ones are. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I'm picking UConn here. And another Mountain West game. Uh, this game happened yesterday. A very close game, believe it or not, as UNLV takes on Colorado State once again. Colorado State won the first one, which was played last night. But who do you have winning the second one coming tomorrow? Yeah, Colorado State won by three. Um, I think UNLV will split the series with them. Yeah, I got 2-0. I got to go with my dark horse team. Uh, might might, might uh, haunt me because uh, San Diego State beat Colorado State last time I picked them. But I definitely think Colorado State – 
can definitely pull off this 2-0 sweep. Mm-hmm. And another second game of a back-to-back. Georgia Southern takes on Appalachian State. Once again, who do you have in this one? Yeah, give me App State. Uh, 1-1 prevails. Very few times I go 2-0. Uh, this one, I'm very certain it will be 1-1. So I'm going 1-1 Appalachian State. I'm going uh, 2-0 Georgia Southern. Yeah, that should be a very good contest. Another very good Sunbelt game. And uh, a very good Big 12 game we have right here as Oklahoma takes on number six, Kansas. Uh, Kansas finally back on the right track as they beat TCU the other day. Oklahoma coming off that loss to Baylor. But who do you have winning this one? I got Kansas winning this one. Uh, they look real good against TCU. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I am going with Kansas as well. Mm-hmm. In Oregon State, they look to challenge Colorado coming off a ranked win and upset over Oregon. Uh, will you be picking Oregon State or Colorado? Yeah, I'm picking Colorado. Uh, they definitely surprised me as they got that good upset win. Should carry over to Oregon State, who's not as talented as Oregon. So I am picking Colorado winning this game. Same here. And a very good SEC game, in my opinion, as Kentucky. Uh, they've been rolling uh, as of one game. But uh, Florida coming off that loss to Alabama. Should be a very good SEC matchup. Who do you have one in this one? Yeah, Kentucky's 2-0 in SEC play after a uh, terrible non-conference slate. Uh, I'm picking Florida here. They'll, they'll give Kentucky what they, what they originally started with. Yeah, it should be a very good game, in my opinion. Uh, Kentucky. I think they can definitely pull off this win. Uh, I think this game will be very close. Uh, it all depends on a couple of things. Uh, one, if Terrence Clark is playing, and a couple other a couple other pieces as well uh, will be playing. Oliver, Olivier Saar could get it going against Florida, but uh, I am picking Florida still winning this game here. Mm-hmm. And another back end of a back-to-back. Uh, Little Rock, they face Louisiana. They'll face tonight, obviously. Uh, we'll be picking the 1-1, Mr. 1-1 guy. I actually am going to pick the 1-1. Uh, I, I did have Little Rock 2-0 on my paper, but I'm going to change it, and 1-1 is going to prevail. I think Louisiana can take a game from Little Rock. Little Rock's not dominated so far in some belt play. They've, they've had an okay record so far. I think Louisiana could definitely steal a game, so I am actually going to change my vote to 1-1, and Louisiana will win tomorrow. Mm, I'm still going Little Rock 2-0 here. And a very good Patriot game here um, as – who is it? Colgate takes on BU. Should be a very good one, but who do you have one in this one? Yeah, these are probably the top two teams in the Patriot League as of right now. They will be playing with masks tomorrow and Sunday since it is uh, both at BU. I'm picking Colgate in this one, the first game at least. Yeah, I'm taking Colgate. And uh, Colgate, they were my um, top dogs for the uh, Patriot League, so I got I to gotta roll with them. So I am going to pick Colgate. I believe you did have BU as winning the Patriot League, uh, but I'm not too sure. Definitely have to go back and check that. But regardless, I am picking Colgate winning the first of the two. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma State, they look to make a approach a top 25. Uh, will they uh, get in with a win over Kansas State? Who knows? But who do you have in this one? Yeah, I definitely think Oklahoma State will win this game. Uh, will they get in the top 25? I don't think so. I think they'll still be on the fringe. But uh, this this game is definitely a trap game, in my opinion, for Oklahoma State. Uh, Kansas State, we know we know what they're capable of. But uh, I am going to pick Oklahoma State winning this game here. You know what? I'm taking the trap. I'm crazy. I might be crazy. I'm going with Kansas State in this one. Very bold. I, I think this is the first time either of us have ever picked Kansas State in a game. But uh, regardless, we'll now move on to the next game. Very good ACC matchup as number 19 Clemson takes on UNC, who looks to get back in the top 25. 
Uh, will Clemson prevail as a top seed? Yes, they will. Um, UNC, they'll make it close. They've been close in every game. That's just how they play basketball now. But I think Clemson will ultimately take it at the end. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Clemson's been on a roll, and I think this is a very good win for them if they can get this done. And this team could definitely have a high seed uh, come ACC tournament time. So uh, this is a very must-needed win for Clemson, and they will get this one done. Mm -hmm. And back to Pac-12 play as we reach the back end of Saturday slate. USC takes on Arizona State. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I think Arizona State will have Remy Martin for this game. But uh, USC, they've looked very good so far as they beat Arizona State last night. And Evan Mobley, he came to play. And he's looking very good, looking like a top three pick, maybe in my eyes, for next year's draft. And his brother's doing very well, very good as well, Isaiah Mobley. So I am picking USC winning this game. Arizona State definitely needs to bounce back and need a win desperately. But I think USC's been rolling, so I am going to pick USC. I'll be also picking USC. Arizona State, they're looking all right, but they still need their, their full strength back. Yeah, and the uh, second matchup of this Conference USA game playing today, Louisiana Tech and Western Kentucky once again. Uh, I know that I am the 1-1 guy, but you might have some mixed opinions on the 1-1 here. Who do you have one in this one? Yeah, Western Kentucky 2-0. I have picking Western Kentucky 2-0 as well. They did go 1-1 with Charlotte. I think this should be a different case uh, as they are now – Fully healthy, so I am picking Western Kentucky in the 2-0 sweep. Mm -hmm. Number one, Gonzaga, they'll be playing. Uh, Portland, will you be taking the upset here again or, or not? Unfortunately not. Uh, Portland got blown out by San Francisco last night, and Gonzaga blew out BYU. Uh, those two games alone definitely thinks this game is going to be one-sided, and I think it definitely will. So I have Gonzaga. I'm not going to do a point count, but I'm going to have to say maybe 35. Yeah, out of respect for Portland. Um, I'm going with Gonzaga. Yeah, and next game up, a uh, non-conference game as Georgetown coming from the Big East takes on ACC Syracuse, who just lost – both these teams lost their last game. Uh, who do you have winning this one? I got Syracuse here. Um, I think they're just a, a lot better than Georgetown right now. Yeah, Syracuse needs to win this game. I definitely think they are better than Georgetown right now. So I do have Syracuse easily winning this game here as well. Mm -hmm. uh, terrific SEC matchup. Could be some top 25 implications here. LSU, they take on number 13, seem to be lower. Missouri, who do you have in this one? Yeah, I got LSU winning this game. Missouri coming off a very bad loss to Mississippi State. LSU coming off a good win in OT against Georgia. Uh, I think if Cam Thomas can get going for LSU, LSU can win this game. So I'm going to pick LSU. And Missouri, you might see this team maybe as 23, 24, 25 come uh, Monday. But if they lose this game, I definitely think they'll be there. But if they win this game, you'll probably see them around 17 or 18. But I do have LSU winning this game. Uh, Missouri, they've been ranked too high, like we said. Showed against Mississippi State the other day. And LSU will probably knock them off and bring them all the way down to 25-ish. I agree with you. LSU here. And a very good Pac-12 game as UCLA uh, takes on the in-state rival of Arizona State, Arizona. This should be a very good matchup. Or do you have one in this one? Yeah, I'm taking UCLA here. They've been rolling their undefeated conference play right now with terrific wins. I got UCLA here. Yeah, I got UCLA as well. Uh, definitely should prove that they are a legit team in the Pac-12 so far, even without Chris Smith. So I am picking UCLA. Should be a very good game, as it was last night. But I am picking UCLA still winning this game. Mm -hmm. And a terrific Mountain West matchup, Nevada. They take on San Diego State. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, this is the second uh, of the two. Uh, the first game was yesterday. San Diego State won this game by five. And I am picking San Diego State once again winning this game. 
Uh, Nevada seems to be all right in the Mountain West, but San Diego State is the better team. So I am picking San Diego State. We didn't cover the last one, but this will be a 2-0 sweep for San Diego State. Oh, San Diego State 2-0. And second to last game of this big Saturday slate, another Pac-12 game as Washington State takes on Stanford. And Washington State is now 9-1. It's a very impressive stuff for them. And Stanford, both these teams come off a win. Stanford beat Washington yesterday, and Washington State beat Cal yesterday. But who do you have winning this one? Yeah, Washington State, uh, they're looking real good. But I'm taking Stanford here. They look a lot better on paper and in better form as well. Yeah, I'm going to pick Stanford as well, winning this game. I think this game will be a little bit closer than anticipated. Uh, Washington State seems to be good so far this season. But Stanford, like you said, I think they are better on paper. So I'm picking Stanford as well, winning this game. Mm-hmm. And uh, rounding out your Saturday night uh, with the ranked team, number 17, Wisconsin versus Utah. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I mean, as much as I want to pick Utah, uh, I believe they are my dark horse for the Pac-12. I am going to have to settle with Oregon winning this game. Should be a bounce back win for them. So, yeah, give me Oregon winning this game here. Same here. And we now move on to Sunday slate. Obviously not as good as Saturday's games, but a couple of very high-quality matchups here on this short Sunday slate. And the first one coming from the Big East, Providence takes on Xavier in a very good Big East game. Uh, both these teams, uh, Xavier won their last game. Providence, I think their last game was against Creighton, which was the very close game down to the wire. But who do you have one in this one? I got Providence in this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got Providence winning this game as well. Xavier, sure, they won their last game, but this team's very inconsistent so far, in my opinion. Sure, the record might not show that, but in the games that I've seen, they have not, they've looked very good in some games and very bad in others. Providence, I can, I can maybe say the same thing, but I think they're a little bit more consistent, so I am picking Providence winning this game as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the second top 25 matchup this weekend, not too much this weekend, sadly. Number 16, Minnesota, they take on number five, Iowa. Uh, will you be picking Minnesota or, or Iowa? As much as I want to pick Minnesota, uh, I'm going to have to pick Iowa. Liam Robbins against Luca Garza. Should be a very good matchup to watch. And uh, I, I just think Iowa has more firepower than Minnesota's top three. So I am going to pick Iowa winning this game. But this game, I think, should be a little bit closer uh, than both these teams' last uh, last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely agree with you. I'm picking Iowa here in Minnesota. If they do lose this game, I believe they'll be uh, – in a losing streak, a multiple-game losing streak, and they may drop down from the, the poll a little bit. Yeah, they might drop completely out of the poll, but we'll definitely see what happens on that game Sunday. Next game up, we've got a battle of the colors as an orange or black team takes on an orange or black team, one from the Pac-12, one from the Big 12. Oregon State takes on Oklahoma State. Who do you have one in this game? Yeah, first of all, this is probably the most random non-conference game I've ever seen. Just Oregon State taking on Oklahoma State. That just sounds so random to me. Nonetheless, I'm taking Oklahoma State. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And this game, this non-conference game seems to be very late in the schedule. And most teams are already playing their conference schedule out. And we've seen a couple non-conference games. George, Georgetown and Syracuse playing one as well on Saturday. But regardless, I am going to pick Oklahoma State winning this game. They seem to be the much better team so far this season, so I'm picking Oklahoma State as well. Mm-hmm. And next game, this is a game we had in our calendars, but now uh, it's not. But nonetheless, we'll be covering it. Bradley, they take on Northern Iowa in some Missouri Valley play. Who do you have in this one? Yeah, I mean, no A.J. Green for Northern Iowa. Definitely changes the outcome and the, and the hype around this game. So I am picking Bradley. Uh, should not be a contest in my opinion. 
But who knows? Made in Northern Iowa can surprise Bradley here. But regardless, I am picking Bradley. Yeah, I love Bradley. I love the way they play. I'm picking them as well. Next game up, a very good American game. Uh, Cincinnati finally got a win the other night, and I believe they're now 3-7 and seven or 3-6. and six. Uh, They take on Wichita State, who almost beat Houston. And, the, and they beat them in the first half, but did not beat them in the second half, and that's why they lost that game. But who do you have winning this uh, American matchup? Mm-hmm. I think one conference wins all it takes for Cincy to get rolling. Just so happens they beat the second-best team in that conference. I'm picking Cincy here. Yeah, I think this game should be a very close one. Uh, still not satisfied with Cincinnati so far, so I am going to stick with Wichita State. But if Cincinnati can get rolling, uh, maybe my opinions will change. This is a must-needed win for them if they want to get back and maybe even tournament consideration. Mm-hmm. And back to ACC play, Notre Dame, they take on number 19, uh, Virginia Tech. Uh, will you be picking the upset or will you be picking Virginia Tech to bounce back? I'm picking the upset. Uh, Notre Dame, they lost their last game to Virginia. Very close game uh, for the most part. And actually, I, I think they played UNC their last game. But they, regardless, they have not played in a long time, it feels like. But Virginia Tech coming up that loss against Louisville, I think this team is in a little bit of a um, little bit of a struggle here. So I am picking Notre Dame pulling off the upset. Sure, I don't think they'll have Paul Atkinson in this game. It's very unfortunate. But regardless, I am picking Notre Dame still winning this game here. Yeah, uh, I'm picking West Virginia. I mean, Virginia Tech to bounce back. Um, obviously, like you said, when a team plays, doesn't play for three or more days, it just seems like an eternity. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And uh, next game up, we got uh, this team played, I believe, yesterday. And uh, Indiana, they take on Nebraska. Haven't seen much of Nebraska. Uh, I think their last game was against Michigan State, which also seems like an eternity ago. But uh, who do you have one of this Big Ten matchup? I got Indiana easily. I don't think they're capable of guarding uh, Trace Jackson Davis. Definitely agree with you there. Uh, he's, he's, been, he's been doing some very good stuff for Indiana so far this season, and he's probably going to be an All-American player in my eyes, but I'll definitely see what happens uh, as that race moves closer and closer. But regardless, I still am picking Indiana. Should be an easy game for them here. Mm-hmm. In the second game of Colgate versus BU once again with masks. Uh, will you be picking the 1-1? Yes, I will be picking the 1-1. Uh, BU, they, it was the same case with Holy Cross. They went 1-1 with them. I think they will go 1-1 with Colgate. Sure, Colgate and BU, two of the top teams in the Patriot, but I think both these teams will split 1-1 in the series. 100% agree with you. 1-1 here. A very anticipated Mount, uh, Missouri Valley Conference here as undefeated Drake. Uh, they take on Loyola Chicago, who seems to be one of the top teams uh, year in and year out in this conference. Will Drake stay undefeated, or will their streak come to an end on Sunday? Uh, that zero will turn into a one on Sunday. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree with you. I don't know if they play one game before this. They definitely might, but I don't think they do. But regardless, I think Drake will unfortunately get their first loss on a very, very historic run. Uh, I mean, they, they, we got to give them some respect. They basically made it out without their top player. And uh, they've been doing very well. So I'm rooting for Drake in my heart, but I just think Loyola Chicago uh, will win this game and finally give Drake their first loss of the season. Yeah, me too. And even if they don't lose on Sunday, I probably think they're going to lose in the back end of the series on Monday. Yeah, definitely agree with you there. And uh, final game of the slate this weekend, another very good matchup in the Big Ten as Maryland takes on Illinois, number 12, who seems to be red hot so far or in these past couple games. Uh, who do you have winning this game here? 
Yeah, sadly, I'm going to have to go with Illinois. Uh, the status on my Big Ten player of the year, Aaron Wiggins, he just recently hurt his ankle, actually, last night. But before that, he was looking like a Big Ten player of the year the past two games. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Don't know if he will be playing in this game on Sunday, but regardless, I am picking Illinois. Coming off that explosive second half against Northwestern, they should have a lot of momentum coming into this game. So I am picking Illinois. Uh, should be a pretty close game in my opinion, but it all depends on your Big Ten player of the year, if he can play or not in this one. Yeah, and that rounds out uh, today's slate. Um, huge, huge weekend for the sports world. The NFL playoffs start, huge college basketball slate, and obviously the NBA is back in full. Yeah, definitely. You love to see a lot of sports playing at this time. And uh, college basketball, the season seems to be doing very well so far. And I think we're a little bit a month and a couple weeks into the season so far. Uh, it seems like the season kind of just started a couple weeks ago, but uh, we've already been a month into the season. And this weekend, another very good slate for this weekend. Sure, it definitely doesn't compare to last Saturday's games, but it's, it's, it's up there in terms of competitiveness and quality of games. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all we got for today's episode. We thank you guys for watch, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, as always. And it is always March. It's always March, baby. Have a good weekend, everyone.